Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. And we're back. We in a row. In a row. A little, a little delayed. We. Oh, uh, are we? I don't even know when we're supposed to do this. Uh, it's it's apparently Does a secret. That sound weird because you tell me I was a heavy breather and I'm trying to move it away from my mouth. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So we um, we're a little delayed because we did a little bit more travel, but this time was purely fun, right? Um, no, we talked business the entire time. We actually well, met up with another dentist. Well, so that's kind of a problem we have everywhere we go, even if it's not supposed to be tooth related. It I know, but we knew it was tooth. going to be because we've actually talked about business with him, mm-hmm. going into business with him. There's a lot of different aspects of it. Yeah, but where did we go? We went to one of my happy places, which is Napa. And we went in Napa, Wisconsin. Is that a oh, fuck up? I'm trying to. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Quite the... Who thinks that there's Napa, Wisconsin? There's not I don't Napa, know. Wisconsin. I don't know. But is there more than one Napa? I don't know. Not that anybody ever needs to know. I, I don't know. I'm if just it's Napa, Wisconsin. It's not on the map for anything for being great. Sorry, Wisconsin. It, it might be. Have you been? You haven't been. You don't I know. Have, I've been to Wisconsin before. Not Napa, Wisconsin. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's factual. It um, could be. It we could were be in delightful. Napa Valley, California. I had mm-hmm. to have a break because I went and bought a house. Did we talk about that? I don't think we talked about the house that I bought. <laughs> so we don't have a house here. We don't have a primary location house, no. but we have a secondary house <laughs> that I bought. <laughs> and I closed on Lance's birthday. I'm like, surprise, we got a house. Mm-hmm. I love when you you say we when it's convenient. Yeah. But- it's it was me. <laughs> um, so if anyone wants to come hang out in Palm was, Springs. It just... was a um, 1984, never been refurbished, Golden Girls place in a 55 and older community in, <laughs> in California. I'm almost 55. I'm getting there. No, we're not there yet, but I'm, no. I'm fine with it. I'm like, let me be the youngest girl on the block for a minute. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. So... I had to have a break because I've been dealing with all these contractors and stuff trying to get this thing to look like it doesn't have 97 different types of flooring and um it's what the one would describe as an eclectic house oh it was worse than that mm-hmm. it just no one has touched it in 40 years so that sounds like a harlequin romance novel <laughs> <laughs> actually i think that's a garth brooks song is it really <laughs> Huh. Something about the hands of leather turned to silk or some shit like that. Sorry. Wow, that just took us sideways. Whoa. That might be our final song. That we don't know. Might, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I bought this house and uh-huh. I'm really super stressed out because I've been trying to get everything organized and mm-hmm. get everybody on task doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I'm not down there. So I have this really great friend who's a real estate agent down there. And she's been so fucking helpful. She's mm-hmm. just really gone above and beyond. I'm going to need to buy her something really nice as a gift. So we took a break. We went down and saw Wayne Sutton, who is one of our most favorite dentists on and the Sonoma planet. Sonoma Smiles. Yes. If you don't know him, you should. You should. He's a good one to know because he'll buy you wine. <laughs> or take you where they sell it. And, uh, and turn you loose. And turn you loose. <laughs> um, 
he's one of my, our favorite people on the planet, period. He's a great guy, great dentist. Um, so we spent a couple of days with him, took a little breather, um, which was great. I mean, I didn't even get a breather when we were in Cologne because I was trying to close on the house when we were in Cologne and it was just a whole thing. Yeah, it was a nice little distraction. Yeah. yeah. So this was a good break for me because this is the first time I feel like I kind of had a break. Yeah. Um, so we only went to one place on Thursday. That was just Castella de Amorosa. Yeah, which is our favorite. And saw Jonathan. So if you're ever at Castella de Amorosa, write this name name down. His name is Jonathan, and he works in the Upper Tower. Jonathan Biggs. And he is phenomenal. Mr. And he super smart. Sur- so smart. So smart about wine. He can taste all the tannins. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop talking. Um, well, it is a and, podcast. And we just had a great. Just a great visit with him. Uh-huh. We ended up staying there for like four and a half hours, and he took us on some private tour areas of of the castle. And it just it's just a really nice kind of come home thing when we go to Napa. We love to go there. Mm-hmm. And he's always spectacular. He's been there for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next day, where did we go? We went to the oh, hot springs. I took him to a clothing optional hot springs. So Dr. Timmerman did not appreciate it, well, and I didn't tell him until he got there. Yeah. So we're pulling in and all these signs like, uh, uh, um, uh, well, cameras are not allowed. And I'm like, okay, this is a meditation. But when you check in, they give you earplugs. I'm like, that's odd, you know, because I guess this is a place where they want solitude. Okay. <laughs> and then as we're paying the, the little fee, they're like, now you understand this is closing optional. And she had already just told me, so I was barely aware. And, and I'm I was like, like, yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I just want to make sure because some people were like, yeet, I'm out. And I was like, so oh, no, I, I totally I know. didn't. I didn't yeet out of there. Well, no, because I had the keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I just was like, I don't, I am always pretty game for just, I've never been there, never experienced it. And, I hadn't either. And, and I'm always pretty game. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't put up a fight. I know, but you were just like, can we get the out of here i just hope that one day i can be as secure or don't care right as much as these people did they were incredibly open and i, well, I really appreciate okay that. so we're in this hot tub i know lance the old man gave you the heat no it's just okay this it's shaped in a heart so that's it a little not shaped. it was shaped in a heart I think you're on no. drugs go in that since we couldn't have take pictures you go in the recesses of your mind and, and think about it because it was shaped as a heart. Uh, now, it, it was a rel- relatively big hot pool. Now, you know how... Do you ever watch the show Flipper? So, when you're when the animal is in the water, you can tell if it's a shark or if it's a dolphin based on their dorsal fin, right? Now, it's a So, penis. this old man is doing backstrokes <laughs> in the hot tub. And instead of dorsal fin, I got his junk up in the air. I'm <laughs> just watching you. I'm like, dude, I'm... Why are you doing a backstroke in a hot tub? There's I, a lap pool over there. I just, that makes well, sense. It was not as hot. And it's not a hot spring. That but there's was no actually, fucking... The guy does one stroke and he's on the other side. But that was a pool. This is a hot spring. Right, but he's he's doing a backstroke. He, he only does one stroke and he has to turn around. <laughs> That's all he can do. I don't know. Oh my I mean, God, it was the best. Because if anybody had thought about like... A, if you've been to a European beach where it's topless and things... Sounds great when you're thinking about it. And then you get there and you're like... I don't want to see any of these people naked. <laughs> Actually, there were some really beautiful people. And I just was like, wow, I just wish I could have that kind of security. I feel like that would be an amazing. They were the minority. 
No, we were the minority there. We, I'm not, you we said beautiful our, people. Um, I'm looking around. You were so triggered, I feel like, the whole time. I, finally, I was like, are you ready to go? And you're like, yes. I was like, fine, let's go. Well, because I, I wanted to go into the sauna, and I saw two people go in. I'm like, I am not going in it there. It was a big sauna. So four people could sit there? No, about 12 Five? people. Could, I was laying on my blanket in there. Mm-hmm. It was great. Mm, yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. I still can't figure out what the fuck were the earplugs for. In case you wanted to meditate and not be distracted by other people talking. Because there were people talking. Sure. And you can't. And yet. And so if you had your, and if you didn't, it's because they also were doing a lot of construction because they were hit by the fires really severely. And it said, so as to But that was God's wrath coming down to wipe that place out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Oh my God. So that was Friday. <laughs> did, did we go to a winery on Friday? We didn't do anything on Friday because we, um, it was a good hour and a half drive there. No, we did. We did. We went to Peju on the way home. Oh, on the way back. Yeah. Just before they closed. Got yeah. It's going a to beautiful Peju. art gallery and winery combined. Mm-hmm. I mean. It was kind of like uh, yours, Pondera. Yeah. It's kind of like the winery that I work at, but it's just so beautiful and there's just so much to look at and yeah, the wine is spectacular. Um, yeah. For some reason, we always run into people that are from the Pacific Northwest, which mm-hmm. is so weird because yeah. Jonathan's from Portland. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, I can't remember his name. Crap. I can't either. His family's from Oregon also. and. Mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Peiji was a great time. And then that mm-hmm. was the only winery we went to that day. Mm-hmm. And then the next day we spent all day long with Wayne. Mm-hmm. And we went to. B-Wise. Uh, B-Wise, which I love. B-Wise is great absolutely love did the loft experience yeah this time we did the loft experience i do prefer their other tasting room which is a little bit more zen and very Mm -hmm. um namaste relaxing kind of hidden it's in a road in between the canyons or the valleys and this one was a little bit more kind of just like old-fashioned country bumpkin barn type of a they're very rustic really cool they're both beautiful yeah. Um, just very different experiences. Yeah. And I think I prefer the other one. Yeah. And then we finished with caviar and champagne. Yeah. The, we did all bubbles and caviar at Dom. Domain Carneros. Carneros. Yeah. And Wayne got a little out of control and bought us. Well, how big was that one? Was six six gallons? Six liters? <laughs> I didn't even know the bottles came that big. <laughs> It was a six liter <laughs> bottle and it literally was like half the size of me. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. Well, and yesterday he called, like he called me and I was like, what's up? He goes, how the fuck did you let me buy that? And I was like, I thought you knew what you were doing. You were driving. <laughs> I thought you were under control. Oh my God, we're a mess. So, so that was, that was our, our little, little whirlwind wine escape. Yeah. That was our little. To Napa, Wisconsin. Timeout. Yeah. So, however, Holly, this is not a travel show. It's not, but it probably should be. It should be. (laughs) This is actually an advice show. This is an advice show where we uh, tackle the different questions. And and lately, you've fully embraced the Facebook groups of the uh, administrative part. Because it's like a train wreck. You can't look away. (laughs) And I'm just like, there cannot be this many (laughs) stupid offices in the world. And yet? There is. 
Yeah. So uh, I thought it'd be fun to continue with your uh, social media journey to the um, the world of crazy admins. So the first one you brought up previously, someone had posted just in the group, uh, y'all mad about Morgan Wallen canceling last minute. Now you know how your dentist feels when you do it. Ha 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 emojis and stuff like that. Yeah, because it's the front desk. That's been like their biggest complaint lately is everybody keeps fucking scheduling or canceling their appointments. And they get the the get out of jail free card with COVID. Yeah. And so. I think I'm sick. (laughs) I think I have to quarantine. I'm like, bring me a note from your your, uh, employer that you didn't go to work and that you are just a piece of crap. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm done playing COVID. It's you, COVID be, is over, people. And if you're still playing that game, you're dumber, and you probably shouldn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, that's probably true. Probably, probably true. Yeah. So, but then someone had a comment, um, where this person kind of bitched. She says, 90 minute appointment canceled morning of for yesterday. Morning of for yesterday. Fifth time to do. Can't really do much, especially with her in her 90s and sick. We should probably collect something down. And then this other person, the author of the that post. She goes, yeah, after two late cancellations, we require a down payment for treatment or they go on a same day short notice list. And you, do you want to say what your response was? Well, I responded. I said, you know what? I get that she's 90. I get that there's no control. I said, I suggest you let her know that you cannot continue to make this 90 minute appointment and take this amount of time out of the doctor's schedule mm-hmm. to have a late. There's no way to fill it. Right. And I said, you know, let her know that you look forward to seeing her and have her give you a call on a day that works for her and you will try to make it work for her. Yeah. And because in the past, I mean, years ago when I was young and stupid, I I just kicked him out. I said, fuck you. You guys screwed up my schedule. You cost me too much money. But But in in hindsight, it's funny because I actually have have a couple old people that I do this with. Actually, I have a lot of uh, I have probably about five or six people I do this with just because they don't have a convenient schedule for work and they Mm -hmm. get called into these work meetings all the time. And so I said, just call me. And if I have an opening, I'll put you in there. But I'm not going to keep taking time out of the doctor's schedule, especially since we're only open three days a week. Right. That isn't that isn't okay. And, you know, 90 minutes in a eight hour day, that's an hour and a half of your schedule that you now have nothing. And especially if you're a doctor that works off of production, mm-hmm. like you're working for somebody else, that's bullshit. Right. And so, you know, she's like, well, her son makes the appointments for her. And I'm like, all the better. Mm-hmm. You know, he can check with his mom that day and say, how you feeling, mom? Should we give Dr. Timmerman a a call and see if we can get you in today because if she if it doesn't hurt her like she's not dying of pain you're not a priority every little ache and pain Mm -hmm. is gonna be an inconvenience for her to come into you now if she knows that you don't care that if she comes to your office or not Mm -hmm. it's that weird thing of like you kick the dog because you're like, go home, stop following me. And it keeps following you because it wants to now be your friend because now you've like ousted it. They all of a sudden are just like, oh, no, no, I need, I know my, I can go ahead and make an appointment. 
Yeah, unless you do the full old yeller. Well, throw rocks at the dog, not shoot it with a shotgun. Don't shoot um, the dog. Don't it, even hit the dog. Just scare just the dog. Get, get the dog to go away. Because I have I have one older lady who she was doing that to me because she just thought it was not a big deal. And mm-hmm. I finally said, I'm sorry, I cannot keep making an appointment for you. And hers was on Monday. I'm like, I cannot make any Monday appointments for you anymore mm-hmm. because I have no warning that you're going to cancel until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And she sounds she, like a Wednesday girl. Yeah. I said, you can come on Tuesday or Wednesday. You'll just have to make it work because you keep, you keep calling me on Sunday night mm-hmm. and X, Y, and Z is wrong with you. And which is fine. If X, Y, and Z is wrong with you, that's great. But I need warning. I need right. to know that you're not coming to your appointment. So I need you to be, be able to call me on Monday. Yeah. And she, she was like, no, no, I can make it. I said, no, why don't you just give me a call when you can get it, when you know that you can make the, the appointment and then we'll just get you in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay. She was so defeated that right. she was like, I, I can come in this day. I can come in now. I can come in. Do you have to? And the first couple of times she called me that I didn't have any availability. Now she shows up for every one of her appointments. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the behavior of the patients is, is taught. You've enabled it or you've taught it to them. And if you just train them, I mean, the, the people that we don't ever want to see again, we don't just say, call me day of, we have them prepay and then no one's going to do that. So then they just leave. So. Or I continue to forget to call them back. <laughs> <laughs> or that I, we have a few uh, I've, I've gone into their uh, chart and, and to make sure that it inactivates them so you don't you get the reminders and they don't get texts and they don't they're it's, not it's 100 percent their responsibility <laughs> yeah. they'll to only show up if they really try yeah because i've had people who've been like ah, i didn't get any reminders i'm like the, mm-hmm. the fuck you? No i shit. know that <laughs> You don't say. Why don't you? <laughs> you used to get nine million reminders. Now you get none. Hmm. hmm. You were annoyed. Weren't you the one that were bitching about all the reminders you got? Now well, you don't get it. That, that was the thing is I had one lady who got, who stopped her. I don't know what it's called where they, they opt out. They opted out. Yeah. And then she missed her appointment and got charged $75. And <laughs> she was like, but I didn't get any reminders. I said, yeah, cause you opted out. Well, how do I opt back in? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to do it that way. So, yeah. <laughs> dumbasses. But so people do, even in this day and age, uh, cancellations is a big deal and can be. But there's different overcome. ways to handle them. And the worst way to handle them is to constantly allow them to run you over. Yeah, I'm finding there's a lot of uh, people, staff. Uh, oh, I am mind boggled on this site. <laughs> I am just like, what the actual? Well, yeah, bloop, bloop, bloop. I'm down in uh, helping my friend in the DSO world uh, occasionally, and it's it's kind of funny to to listen to them thinking I just we just have to take it, we just have to put up with it. And I'm like, well, you I, really don't. I. I don't understand that. And we're going to get to a question on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that kind of concept. I don't really understand what people are thinking. There, there's a certain mindset out there that there's a real scarcity mindset is the there, problem. There is that. I mean, I remember I had a person who worked up front. This was 20 years ago and some, and I don't know, I've never done Medicaid. 
So I don't really know what the rules are with them. Uh, but according to her, if someone came into your office, whether they had the ability to pay their money or not, you had to see them. And I looked at her and I said, no, I don't. I don't have to see anybody. If they come in and they do, looked at me in the face and said, I, I'm here with a toothache, but I have no money to pay and I'm not paying anything. That is what emergency rooms yeah. are for. Go to the ER. Yeah, That's I don't, I don't have to see you. But I do think there are people that think that we're, because I had someone over the weekend I posted on the Facebooks um, that they, you know, what do you do about after hours? Are we supposed to be able to be reached and, and uh, respond within an hour? I don't and know. I'm like, no. Were you required to go in and jump through hoops during COVID? Because that's where we learned what an emergency was. Right. Well, I, I told them, I said, there was, it might be good business to come in after hours or on weekends, but, but I don't. It, but it depends on who the client is. Are you a Porsche office or are you a DSO? Because if you're a DSO, no, it is not worth it. If you are a Porsche dealership, then you have a different level of. No, but these, the, some of the people arguing with me were saying, no, I, you have to be on, on call and, and you have, they have to be available. Otherwise it's patient abandonment. And I'm like, the fuck it is. No, because I can, I can call my therapist and if I'm just being a whiny little bitch, she doesn't have to call me back until she's in the office on Monday. Right. And if your patient is having a true dental emergency, listen to this, everybody. Put this on your voicemail. If you are a current, current patient of record within the last 18 months, please call XYZ phone number and somebody will give you a call back if it is a true dental emergency. Well, I, I proved it to the group that um, most of these, uh, most of these, incon most of these are inconveniences yeah. because I, t I charge $400 to be seen after hours and most people go, oh, I can wait till Monday. Cool. The second, well, the second we say that we can definitely come in, it's $400. You'll need to bring that in cash. It's and one person say, yeah, but insurance won't pay that. And I'm like, no shit. It's not insurance. It's not. There's no code. What is wrong with you people and your insurance? So many people think that if it's insurance doesn't cover it, then we can't do it. We can't. It's just uh, off you, the table. Do you whiten teeth? Right. There, there's, there's so many things that we do that aren't a covered benefit that we still do. I, I just, I can't yeah. get over the ignorance in your field. For as smart as your motherfuckers are supposed you to know, be. You know, at this point, it's our field. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're in it now and you've been in it for a while. <laughs> no, but your field like dentists Our field. are not, I am not a dentist nope. and I had to teach this to Wayne to tell his staff, <laughs> your staff is never going to be the dentist. Mm -hmm. So they're never truly in charge. Right. Yeah. They do not have any type of livelihood Writing they, on the they decision. They could leave at any time. Yeah, and they could go work for Joe Schmo. No risk. If you completely fuck up, you'll lose your license and livelihood and, and, livelihood and, and everything yeah. else. So, all of these people and front desk and whatever, you're not the doctor. You're not going to be the doctor. You're not the end all to end all. You're. But what about the you're the shuffler. Ooh. I'm going to say it. I, I'm a shuffler. A shuffler. I shuffle like a the Vegas shit. dealer? Yeah, basically. I shuffle the shit at our office all day, every day, trying to make sure everything works. That is my job. 
My job is not to do the work on somebody's mouth. Mm -hmm. My job is to make sure everything else runs smoothly. That is, <laughs> and it doesn't require a license. How's that working for you? Seriously? <laughs> Don't ask me this week. I'm pretty sure I was going to cancel my therapy appointment and it's not going to happen. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, it's no, been a week it's and it's only Tuesday. Tuesday. Jesus. Thank God it's our Wednesday. In a way, it's our Thursday. It's my Wednesday. It's but, middle but, of my week. But in a way, it's our Thursday because it's the second to last day. Whatever. Because it's my <laughs> All right. So here, I always love when I see an anonymous post. When someone posts to a group anonymously, you're like, I felt okay. bad for this person. Well, I, I, I feel like being Wait. anonymous was probably a good idea. Is she the one that had the issue? I think so. Okay. So let me, I'll, let me just set the they table. Might be out of, they might be out of order. Because I might have been. Okay. Uh, irate patient? Yes. Okay. So this person says, I had an irate patient in the office yelling at me and my team for over, over a $130 bill. I asked her to stop yelling multiple times and without success had to ask her to leave multiple times. Patient refused and said I would have to call the cops to get her out. So I did. All calls are recorded in and out, and you can even hear her yelling while on the phone with the PD dispatch, police department dispatcher. I work with corporate and was scolded for calling the police department. I was told I made the situation worse, caused a bigger scene, and should have just walked away from her while she was yelling. Patient refused to leave my private office, and the police department gave her one chance to leave on her own or be removed physically. Am I crazy for being upset that I'm getting shunned for being verbally attacked? I was told to go home and think about my part in escalating the patient to get to this level. Our cameras show that I held my composure. No sound, unfortunately. Want me to read your response or do you want to take so, it from there? <laughs> oh, wait, do you have the popcorn? Did you pop any? Oh, my God. I feel like I just need to sit so back. It's interesting. It's interesting the mixed bag of comments that she got, you know. So she, I see your comment. You, you sent me your comment, but uh, I don't see anybody else's. Was there, well, there a long list of comments before there, yours? Yeah. Yeah. I was mm -hmm. about, I must have got it at the end of the day because I don't check everything all mm -hmm. day long. So um, there, there were front office that were like, I am, I'm so upset for you. I'm so sorry this happened to you. That should never have happened. I have other people who right. work on a different angle where they're like, you can't just fucking leave. You can't just walk away. What if you have shit all over your desk? That's HIPAA violations. You, she walked into your private office. She can yeah. get the fuck out. That's cornering somebody first of all. Right. And so she, now, do you think a lot of the advice was uh, a mixed bag of people in the corporate world, the DSO versus the, the private practice? Um, I think, do you think it matters. I, I think that it was definitely a mixed bag. Um, should it matter? It shouldn't matter. No, I agree. And I, I'm sorry. You can, you cannot pay me enough money to be a doormat. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I think years ago, someone coined the stupid phrase and made, was it Carnegie where the customer is always right? No. That's such bullshit. Nordstrom learned that that was not They true. got over it. They don't yeah. do that anymore. The customer isn't always right. So, but there are so many people that 
that have heard that over the years believe it too much and continue that way. So no matter what, they're they're going to side with the patient because I'm a patient advocate. You're a dumbass is what you are. You're going to be walked all over. You're losing money. It's not because we care. No, you don't. You're stupid. I, well, and that was the the conversation because I had made a comment. Um, I don't even know where my comment is. I got it. Want me to read it? Um, do you have all my comments? No, just the just the one. Shit! What did I do? God damn it! Because this is where you're responding, reacting. Actually, I work for my employer. Okay, so there was another <laughs> response before Actually. that. Actually. There was, um, that was another, why can't I get to the thing? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Stop everybody. You need to prepare better. I do need, okay, don't talk. (laughs) Okay, I think they actually deleted it. I hate that where you've got a good, you better screenshot. Well, I thought I did screenshot. No, I'm just meaning people in general. um, Because I'm, I have a group on Facebook that I, I don't like people screenshotting because usually they're using it as leverage against other people. Okay, so I I'm kick back. them out when they, now I'm back. so they didn't delete it. No. Or, well, they did. This was, I did screenshot it cause I thought I screenshot oh, it and then I lost it. So okay. I'm a little bit scatterbrained. Sorry. Um, then in comes another quote unquote trainer. Um, we I thought you were going to say that too. Um, no, we, no, she's, she this. says we only have one side of the story. And as a manager, we, as a manager, I will at all costs try to empathize with the customer. $130 could be discriminatory to the patient. So work working through this, why they have a bill is the most important job you have in customer service. Um, I responded to that. Yes, but not my response is yes, but not to abuse. I have been in this industry for 20 plus years in customer service for 36. There is never a reason for a patient to scream at your staff. Some people do this so they never have to pay a bill because they know that most don't value what they do. So they just act up and you write it off. Stop doing that. Was that all caps? That was all caps. (laughs) If the bill is truly a problem for them, Ask them to bring a win-win solution for the for the treatment that they have had. It might be they bring you five dollars a week until the bill is paid off and their responsibility is fulfilled, and they need to act like that. You don't write shit off just to write it off. And, well, and I guess it would depend on what the hundred thirty was over. Was she saying I just can't afford it, or was she saying I don't owe this? Because because well, if I was told to pay she something, kept calling her a Karen. That's in another. Oh, so the the patient was a Karen? No, the the patient kept calling the staff member a Karen. Listen, Karen. Wait, that, that she doesn't know what a Karen is. She's the Karen. Yeah, she is the Karen. Oh, I agree. You can't be the manager and the Karen. And so that's what Karen is. I know she, can, but she like was being so wow. rude, just nasty. I'm like, no, but it made me stop and think about so. Those of you that don't know, Lance's dad was a banker for a hundred million years. That's a rounding up. But he was an incredibly compassionate banker for what that industry is. Yeah. And he would collect the debts, but he always would collect the debts, but he would go to them and say, what can you do so that I don't have to foreclose on this? Or what can you do? so that we can make this right so I don't have to send you to collections. What can you do? There was one guy, I remember your dad telling us the story that there was one guy that all he could afford 
was the change bucket that he had in his tips or whatever it was at the end of every week. I don't know what, if he was Mm -hmm. a musician or what. So every week your dad would show up and the guy would give him his jar of change and your dad would tally it up and he would put that as this is what you've paid. Wait, so was my dad shaking down that busker down at the Pike Place Market with playing piano? I don't know. Did he take out a (laughs) billion dollar loan? Because that's what your dad did. And he could have. Those pianos are expensive. But I mean, you can be compassionate if the patient is willing to work with you. If they're just trying to get out of the bill. Which which there is those people. Yeah. And we've come across those types that they just know that they can get. So this woman responds to me Mm -hmm. as a manager and I have been a consultant it is the manager's responsibility to de-escalate and try to minimize the patient's being seen or hurt, seen or hearing it. This is a skill that is learned, and you work for the patient. Okay. Yeah, the consultant. There's two C words I hate: and, and consultants. Because there are great <laughs> consultants. Because we've had we've them, had them, and there are. Charlatan. Well, I had one that she only worked for me for three weeks. I had to get her ass out of there. She yeah, was terrible. Yeah, because she was toxic. She was stupid. Well, because that is a very misconception. Uh, you are the dentist. Mm-hmm. You sign my paycheck. Who do I work for? You work for me. I work for you. Who does number two the work person? for? What? No. Nothing. I work for you and I don't work for the patient. Now my job is as a patient concierge is to make the, the experience as comfortable as possible for the patient. That does not mean that they get it for free. You do not throw your staff under the bus for a patient, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And so my response to this lady, do you have my response to this one? Uh, I don't know if, if this was your, your, actually, I worked for my employer. That yep, was, that's yeah. the one. You want me to read you? Yeah, do you have it? Because I don't have it. That's what <laughs> oh, I'm asking okay. you. I'm like, yeah. Actually, I work for my employer, not the patient. Oh, actually, I'll do it in your voice. <laughs> actually, I work for my employer, not the patient, not the insurance company. And that is the biggest confusion in the office. I have owned, managed, and consulted over the years being educated by LVI, COIS, Learning Institute, and the list goes on. We may have to agree to disagree. Our job is to to the person who pays our paycheck and are responsible for making the patient as comfortable as possible in a very uncomfortable appointment. But in no way do you work for the patient or the insurance company, ever. You didn't capitalize. You should have capitalized. You do what's best for everyone involved, and sometimes that is sticking to your guns. Mic drop. Mic drop, because these offices that are like, it's not worth the fight. Actually, it is because you're setting a precedence. Mm-hmm. That is how come the insurance companies have so much control. Well, it's not worth it if, as long as you're never going to see that patient again. Yeah, but even if you do sit the patient again, mm-hmm. I mean, I had that one guy who tried to bully me at the office. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, okay, in my defense, I wear six inch heels and am six foot tall. So he, so the way that our office is set up, he was coming over the top of my computer down at me Mm -hmm. and he was yelling at me because his insurance didn't pay for like a fluoride or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
Now, in, in his defense, he did not handle it correctly. Had he come to me in a different tone, I probably would have negotiated something. Because mm-hmm. my response to him was, well, you're ins- I asked you if you had any updates to your insurance. And as you know, it is your responsibility to know what your insurance is, not mine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you could have lo- looked it up, you know, total yeah, That's the other thing I don't understand. People some might think that there's a database out there. We just log in and we see everybody's insurance. And what everybody's done with every insurance plan they've ever, ever? had. Ever? Yeah. Yeah. They think it's like one mass, like big computer. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's January. I asked if you had any changes to your insurance plan. You said no, because you didn't want to be bothered with it. When in fact they had sent you a letter, which they don't send me. And I'm not fucking going to call every single person's insurance. That's not my fucking job. That is not my fucking job. Mm-hmm. And so he's so he starts coming over the top and he's getting madder and madder. And finally, I looked at him and I slowly stood up and I towered him by a good six inches. I said, you need to leave. And he, he he's like, fine. And he, I had two other men in the office that were sitting in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. They're, they're watching this whole thing happen. And both of them know that I'm married to you. Mm-hmm. And I said, you need to leave. And he goes, I'm going to call Dr. Timmerman. And I said, okay, make sure that you say that his wife sent you. And he's like, what? <laughs> My name is Holly Timmerman. You need to leave. And he was like, uh, uh, he's still our patient. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. But it was kind of like, you know what? No, you don't get to come here and dump your garbage on me because you need to act like a man. Guess what? I'm not about it. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for it. Take it to your therapist because (laughs) this has nothing to do with $43. And sometimes, you know, I hate to say, you have to stick to your guns. Yeah. And these offices that you have, these staff members that are instantaneously writing off $35 or $93 or to keep the peace. Yeah. They just need to run a report on how much all that adds up by the end of the year. Well, and they need to realize, okay, now what if I took all of that money off of, out of your pay? Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with that? Because that's what you just did to me. Mm-hmm. You just basically wrote off $26,000 this year out of my paycheck that mm-hmm. I could have taken home. Are you good with me doing that or splitting the difference with you? And the answer is going to be no. Right. And that's how they need to think about it. So if any time they're instantaneously ready to make the peace. That's my cat. Sorry. Um, you, you need to have a conversation with them, you know, telling them that it's okay. You know, you can write off a $25, $25 here, $25 there. You need to You need to know how much you're fucking writing off in those forgiveness things. Because it needs to not say write-off on their chart or insurance adjustment. It needs to be professional courtesy. So at the end of the year, you run a report for your professional courtesy, and you see how much money they're giving away. And you need to make sure that they're good to take a cut of that. Mm-hmm. Because that's not your responsibility as a dentist. Yeah. 
I, I just don't understand these offices that... I think it's really easy in a DSO environment where they're just seeing money... But they're not, but they're not making any money on any oh, of I, these I know. patients. But that, I, what I see these offices, they get all these these specials and they're like the $1 exam. It's exam cleaning x-rays for a dollar. They're, they're writing things off all the time, not realizing what they've already given away. And they're just compounding the problem by then writing off the $130 that the person didn't want to pay. Well, and you're creating an issue of devaluing. Yeah, the, they're definitely what devaluing you, what we do. Oh, my God. It's amazing. It's like, I don't understand why people don't value it. Well, because you don't. Yeah, you just gave why it away would, for free. Why would they? We have a free cleaning. Okay. If, well, if, you don't, if you don't have any value for it, they're not going to have a value for it. Mm-hmm. It's just like giving everything to your kids. They have no value for it. Cause if you're like, okay, the second they turn 16, you're like, okay, that, that comes out of your money. Well, I don't want to pay for it. Well, neither do I. Well, I don't want it that bad then. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If yeah. you don't value it yourself, no one else is going to value it. Yep. And yeah. it's, it's an interesting, uh, values proposition when I'm, when I'm over helping out other offices because. But what the mind boggling thing is that this person truly believed that she works for the patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she believed that. Well, it, there was probably some corporate retreat where they had some training and then they probably had a slide up there saying, who do we work for? We work for the patient. They probably got it beat in their head this way. And so she's probably just regurgitating what she was taught in her corporate training. I have had McDonald training. I've had Nordstrom training. I have had every top tier company that does training. I have had training and none of them have ever told me. Right. You haven't gone to the DSO corporate training. No one. I'm here to tell you, no one has ever told me that I work for the patient. Right. I'm just saying you haven't taken that class. I just don't understand why (laughs) anybody would spend any money on teaching their staff that. That is Biden. that is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. You're There's a fucking business. Mm-hmm. You work for whoever pays your damn bills. Well, the, the patient pays the damn bills. No, they don't. Not if you're giving it away for fucking free. <laughs> but the patient never pays you. Mm-hmm. They pay the doctor. So if the doctor doesn't make any money... The doctor doesn't have money to well, pay Because I do know that some staff say they, they think the fees are inflated. They're, they're, so the $130, well, we overcharge you anyway. So, yeah, I can understand why we should write this off because it really shouldn't have been that much anyway. So they've had no standard economics. Right. Remember when I first bought the practice and I had that um, assistant who went through all the treatment plans and, and cut everything down from um, uh, all porcelain crown. It was like... The way back in the day, eight fifty, and she was she oh, went yeah. down to seven seventy five. Uh, I can't remember her name. Shelly. Shelly. And uh, she and I'm like, what did you do? And she goes, that's so much money. It's like she she knew that the a crown was worth seven seventy five. It wasn't worth eight fifty, but it was absolutely worth seven seventy five. So if someone came to her saying they'd write off seventy five bucks, she's gonna agree with them. Yeah. So. I fired her because because yeah. <laughs> you can't. You, <laughs> If, if they don't understand, if your staff doesn't understand that their paycheck is tied to you making money, mm-hmm. they can't be there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is something that is so mind boggling to me. And I've had that conversation with our staff. I'm like, if he doesn't make any money, there's no money to pay you. 
So if money doesn't come in and we don't collect money and you don't do the shit that's on your, on your schedule, there's no money to pay you. You mm-hmm. can't be here. Because yeah, I love love the hygienists that uh, decide all they had time for was uh, periochart. Wait, so we didn't do a cleaning? You didn't do anything? You didn't generate any money in that hour? Well, you know, I was seven. Oh my God, get the fuck out! Yeah, this is not the office for you. I mean, I I actually just said that we couldn't have a trainer back in our office. Um, for what's that machine called that we're doing? The airflow. Yeah. That EMS, uh, unit. So they sent us a trainer and then she broke our machine and I was like, she's never allowed to step foot in our office again. Well, it was less about the machine because no, it was more about her. Well, yeah, she was stupid. She should not be in any office at all. Well, she was the type of, uh, I, I said, you know, does this make it more efficient? Can we, you know, do more in less time? And she goes, well, I'm the hygienist that, that take, takes the full 60, if not more. If you give me more time, I'll take more time. I'm like, oh God, you are not the person I want teaching my, anybody anything. Yeah, no, because you're self-absorbed. And, you know, our patients are on a schedule. Most of our patients are professionals. Mm-hmm. They're there on their lunch. They're there before they're going to work. They're there early so they can get out of work early and go home. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be spending their whole fucking day at the dentist. Get in there and get your damn job done and get out. Mm-hmm. That's great that you have an hour and a half. Guess what? They have an hour. Yeah. Just that is what they're scheduled somebody for. Somebody canceled for the next hour doesn't mean you get to take two on this patient. No, get get done on yeah, time. They don't want to be here for two hours. Yeah. Get your shit done and get out and of there. And if you can't do a profi in 60 minutes, then they're not a profi. Yeah. It's, wow. So yeah. many branches you know, of this We, we kind of went on a big tangent there. Oh my God, so. I hate everybody. So bottom Why line is, is we work for the doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah, you work you work for whoever signs your paycheck, not the, not the, the customer is always right is bullshit. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, very rarely have I been a total bitch and been right. I I'm not going there. Well, it's true. When I get so and I do something stupid, I haven't ever been in this situation where I would ever treat somebody like that. But I've had my times where I'm like, this is wrong. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to do the walk of shame right. and be like, I'm so sorry. I'm just such an asshole. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I just, it's, I'm reading these posts and I'm just like, first of all, she got in trouble for calling the That's police. That's right. It's it sent home to go think about it and cool off. Who, uh, what kind of, what kind of leadership is that? Yeah. Yeah, if I was, that is I the, need to know this DSO, so I will never work there. I am just, my mind is like, like, first of all, I'm like, this is why people walk into their job and shoot everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, because wow. if, if I was standing there and that had just happened to me and you came in and were like, I think you should go home and think about what you've done. This was not how it should have been handled. Yeah. I would have walked out to my car, come back, and just annihilated everybody. <laughs> that is not appropriate behavior. They'd probably justifiable homicide. So. Well, I'm just <laughs> sitting there thinking. I mean, you're supposed to protect your staff. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, we have had a number of crazy people in our office. Yes, we have. And the first thing that happens is you and I get up and we get in between whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, I'm not going to take it. And most people won't try to fight with me. Mm-hmm. Second of all, they don't fight with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had somebody turn on an assistant one time because he just was acting crazy. Mm-hmm. And... I think he was on something and, but it's like, you need to protect your staff. How dare you? I mean, seriously, I would have gone, go fuck yourself. I'm pressing charges against you for putting me in this situation. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Because you don't know how volatile that situation could have gotten if the police didn't show up. Well, you, the thing and is you just don't know what people are going to yeah. respond to. And why do you even remotely think that that's okay? Yeah. Why, why is it that that $200 or that $130 bill was worth making your staff feel like that? Mm-hmm. They, that she probably went and got into her car and the adrenaline was probably so high. She started crying. Of course. That's an intense situation to mm-hmm. be in. Mm-hmm. And then for you to act like a total cocksucker, that is bullshit. I don't mm-hmm. care what kind of DSO that, that is why DSOs have a terrible reputation with staff. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are shitting on them left and right on these forums. Mm-hmm. DSOs have the worst staff treatment of any, any kind of place I've ever mm-hmm. even experienced. Right. I can't believe the shit that I'm seeing on these forums. And I, and I totally understand why they are anonymous. All these posters are anonymous. Right. But do you think it's uniquely DSO? I mean, aren't you going to see some like that in I mean, just private practice? I think to an extent, but I feel, I don't know any specifics, so I, I can't. I feel say. like a private practice, your staff are more human than in a in a mill. Hmm. I feel like you're going to get it in all offices, depending on how they've been trained. If they've been trained that they work for the patient and the doctor doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing, then I guess, yeah, you could have that in a private practice. Mm-hmm. It's probably not a very successful private practice if the doctor is just like sign everything, just write it all off. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see some of these. Well, stay tuned, everybody, for the upcoming. Uh... Okay, that was like a whole crazy Holly rant. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, really well. So. You're going to have to go through an edit. There's going to be, yeah, I going to be more edits than I really wanted to do. Yeah. But, Sorry. Um, it, it happens, but it does happen. All right. Well, we should wrap it up right there. Um, we did get a request from Queen Yappy herself. Uh, Gina Dorfman had uh, Hashtag said, Yappy. Hashtag Yappy. They uh, need to pay us. <laughs> she, what was funny, she did say, hey, can I do a request? And I'm like. Well, probably I might ignore it, but sure. Go ahead and request. So she did um, put, uh, for those don't know that her favorite band is Scorpions. And so she did request a Scorpion song. She gave two and said, Holly could pick. And so Holly picked no one like you by the Scorpions from Germany. You know? All right. Did you know they're from Germany? Let's go. All right. So this is no one like you by the Scorpions. I love you.
Just tell me now.